All right, and we're hey. live. What's up? Man. Kev, it's been a week. How's your week been? It's been good. I mean, good reviews for the podcast. Yup. Been a little busy, but you know, that's usual. Yup. I got some mm. really good feedback from the episode one. Definitely. What were your people saying? You know, um, I actually just got off the phone with... Um, one of my really good friends And he said he loves us And is, we're doing a really good job <laughs> <laughs> He said he was, he was like Can I Can I listen Can I Can I be on live When you When you When you tape it I'm like Or just wait till Monday When we drop it The edited version is dope as well like, Yeah But but hear me out though The stories that we tell In that unedited version I mean, though it, 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 All we raw are, We are dope Unfiltered we some stuff in a, in a raw version <laughs> Like <laughs> It'd be you know It'd be, it'd be like Kind of like two podcast and one but you know that'll be um something that we offer and maybe like a future episode or some maybe like the next maybe the next episode who knows but um let's go ahead and get it started we would like to welcome you back to our podcast slated truths i am moon man kev and i am avery don mccoy on all platforms as well as avery don mccoy that's a-v-a-r-y-d-a-w-n M-T-C-O-Y. And I'm on all platforms <laughs> as well. Um, Moon Man Kev, you search it. This should be the first one that pop up. Um, yeah, so. Hey, what's Kev. Up? What's, what's up? going on? I ain't seen my mans in a week, y'all. It's been a week. It's been a week since I've seen Kev. How you been, Kev? I've been good. Um, just excited to shoot this next one since the first one got such good, you know, it reviews. It did get good reviews, like. For real, for real. My people are really hard critics. Like, they don't like a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? And they're really hard when it comes to just, like, me specifically. You know what I mean? Like, well, I don't like when you you talk like that or when you said this. I didn't get any of that. They were like, I really like it. I can see its potential for being really great. So, y'all keep it up. So, really good for you. And then my homeboy, he's like, oh, I hate podcasts, but I listened to yours the whole way through. And I was like, bad. We bring bring in a new flavor. So, you know, people ain't really, they ain't really used to it. I mean, we just speak in truth. The slated truth. That's uh, just period. This is actually like a bucket list thing that I'm checking off too. So it's yeah. like I'm bucket list, but you really want to give it your all though. Not yeah, like no, I didn't like no, no. I want to like a, it's well. So my bucket list item is a successful podcast. So okay, yeah. You know, and I feel like this has great potential to do it. Mm-hmm. If y'all want to work with your girl and your boy, just hit us up. Just slide in them DMs and let's talk business. And you might want to get in on a ground floor because. I'm telling you, we are going places. Okay? Yesterday's prices is yesterday's not today's price. price. It's not today's price. So we're going to need y'all. So it, you you got to get in on the ground floor or you getting left behind. Yeah. Ain't no, ain't no trying to see because once it once it's gone, once it's, it's gone. gone. It's gone. And <laughs> the price is going to continuously go up. up. And, you know, so. Yeah. But so no. so you, you got any wins this week? <sighs> yeah, I mean, it's been a man. Let me tell you, life has happened really hard. You know, you would think 2022 has been. It has been good because my. I okay. Rewind for those that don't know, wins are something that happened in your life. Doesn't necessarily have to be something that's geared towards your job, but something that in your life that that is good. That has happened. You could, it could have been paying a bill. It could be making it to that meeting, waking up on time, doing your workout, whatever your whatever your win is. That that's you know booking that job, whatever it is. That's what's considered a win. 
my win is it's been a slow week but i will say i woke up this morning and god has woke me up every single day so for me that's a win because he you know somebody didn't wake up this morning but i did so i'm winning in that aspect you know you can't (laughs) complain about that and I'm not, you know, nothing against those that are on the street, but I do still have a place to lay my head. That is a win in That's itself. That's a big win. And I've been, whoa, I mean, 2022, I'm telling you, bill-wise, they don't stop. Adulting and bills just don't this stop. This shit is so ghetto. It, Boy, it's I ghetto. Just Adulting like, is ghetto. It's I'm ghetto. like, why? Yeah. I, y'all brought me in this world to pay bills. Like, I was born to pay bills. I don't pay bills no more. You paying for I ain't gonna say oxygen. Basically, shit, you can't do nothing for free. What? Nothing, man. <laughs> nothing. But that's okay though, cause it's gonna be all right. Oh yeah, it's gonna be good. It's we gonna be all right. Know, it's gonna come back tenfold. Yeah, but that's my win. What about you? Um, this has been a productive and busy week. Got an offer at this public relations firm in Atlanta. Um, waiting on the offer letter to come through mm-hmm. so we can sign that and I get can get started. My final semester before I graduate has commenced and I knocked out that first week. It wasn't really nothing but, you know, them going over syllabus and stuff. But um Um there was one more thing. Oh, I'm writing a song for a client and I'm excited At first we were Trying to go a different Direction than We originally did But I'm like It was very The first Ideas I had Was very dark But I'm mm-hmm. like It's 2022 Let's do something Positive right. Energetic So now We're working on um, Getting that beat made And starting our Recording process So I'm excited for that Yeah uh, It's a lot of, A lot of good A lot of good things Coming so You know I'm just okay. Trying to stay busy And productive Every do something Complete something Every week of 2022 Yeah That's something That I did say That I was um, I thought about After our first podcast I was like I need to start writing down stuff more as far as just like goals and tasks that I want to get accomplished daily. Mm -hmm. Not just like what I want to get accomplished for the rest of the year, but little small goals that, okay, today I want to wake up by this time. I want to make sure I'm eating this. I want to cut this out or I want to make sure I have this video filmed or this idea written down, whatever it is. I definitely said that I wanted to do that. Um, I didn't get all of them done this week, but I did hit a lot of those points. Like I, even though I was, it was like kind of like a laid back kind of week for me, I still got creative things done and out of the way you know what i mean yeah. I, I creatively i was in my my creative bag in my space um but i just didn't really leave the house other than going to work i mean yeah but you don't really need to leave the house to be to have like wins and be productive a lot of times you need to stay in the house so you can focus so mm-hmm. that's you know ain't nothing really wrong with staying in the house and when you write your goals down you really ain't got to focus on checking off every single one right you just got to make progress towards it so if you got seven things and you do four of them that's still more than half so yeah and that's a win win. in itself because you still you know you at least you're doing something that's off of your list that you have written down so i got some stuff done got some stuff it's good all right, so next in we moving in the street, so in you know, industry. That that's gonna hit for a while. That's gonna that, that just is, it, is that still blowing up, going over your head? You know, in the streets. I don't think they get it. You know, I don't think they get it. We're both in the industry. Yeah. So we're in spit, the streets. You know, spit let them know. Motherfuckers like I'm in the streets. You know, what's yeah. T? I'm in the streets. You know, what's the T in the streets? What's the what's word? What's the word? Word. You know. <laughs> well. 
this week, unfortunately, we had two other very big deaths in man. the industry, man. 2022. Like, if I'm going to get y'all all this good, y'all going to have to pay for it. Right. That's too, that's too heavy hitters. They're too just heavy gone hitters. In the same I week. I don't know if anybody knows, but Sidney Poitier. I, I say his name wrong all the time, but Sidney Poitier. That's right. Oh, I said it right. Yeah. Oh, look at me. I've been practicing. Yeah. Uncle Sidney passed away. That was a hard one because you know uh, I mean he had a he had a really a good life. You know yeah. he made it to the nineties, well almost a hundred. So the fact that he even made it in his nineties and accomplished and had the career that he had, he paved the way for a, a lot, lot of, of black, actors, like, black, black actors. actors. So we got to give it up to him. But the other one that hit really hard for <sighs> our generation, the millennials out here in the world, for those, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, <sighs> for those that watched the show. Bob Saget My man Danny Oh This was his home y'all Cause I love Full House yeah. And I love Fuller House The, the new one See with I haven't the seen The Fuller House Cause I use Cause you're not a Full House fan I am but you're it's not. just like Cause if you were You would've seen All the seasons And there's like Three four of them I mean don't get me wrong I still got time I ain't dying I mean I hope, you know? Heaven forbid that you do pass on you, you, You're able to watch yeah, it And binge it But when I tell y'all That one's so hard For me to take yeah, Cause, cause Danny was... was A really good guy I call him Danny Cause that's what I grew up. Yeah. Bob. <laughs> Bob was a really good guy. And he was just doing his tour. You know, he was just full of life. And it, it's just crazy how you, you, it may, lets you know that you can't take life for granted. You got to like cherish you really can. every you gotta cherish single day, every, every moment, moment, really. Every moment. But my man's Dan, Danny Tanner. R.I.P. R.I.P. to my man's Danny. But, yeah, so those are two things that happened in the industry this week that aren't we're not really, they're not good, but then again, you know, you have to be born into this world, you know, once you fulfill your, your purpose, you know what I mean? God yeah. calls his angels home. So I uh, send out a prayers to his, their families and friends and any lives that they touched. Um, it's pretty sad. Yeah. Dang. They up there chilling with, uh, <laughs> with all good old uh, Betty though. Betty. <laughs> they like, welcome, welcome. Okay. Yeah. What's going on? Man. But in 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 um another news when it comes to industries, there's a new show out, guys. Um, I'm a I'm a very big um movie and TV buff, and I always like to watch stuff that you know I wouldn't typically want to watch. This one caught my eye though. This one this one is a good Be- one. Before she continues, she made me binge it. I did make him binge <laughs> before it before we Be- came on I, here talked about I it. I did make but him, but I'm binge glad it. I did because it was really it was really good. It's like, really good. Like I'm as a writer, like I, the writers on that show, it didn't. Looking at the credits, it wasn't that many writers. It wasn't. So those those were some damn good writers. And like, they have really good heavy hitters. Okay, okay, okay. It's called Only Murders in the Building. That is a Hulu original TV show, and it was it has uh, Selena Gomez, Martin Short, and. Uh, Steve Martin and Steve Martin is the one that created the show y'all when I tell y'all this show is brilliant it's written it's writing is just amazing amazing. the plot itself is just it hits home I just now I'm just now putting the the pieces together but it kind of gives you it gives you like certain elements of the Pink Panther movies the Pink Panther movies it definitely does and that's why that was my introduction to Steve Martin and I've been a fan ever since Pink Panther oh Steve Martin is brilliant and they had Tina Fey in it y'all 
Y'all, the show is really good. If you haven't seen it, it is on Hulu. I would suggest going to watch it. I don't want to do any spoilers. Now, granted, the show been out. Well, I, I mean, technically, we could do spoilers because the whole season is done. Yeah, so let's it's talk not, about it, it. It's been out. Let's talk about it. Yeah, then. I mean, we, we, we gave y'all warning. We gave y'all warning. Yo, last episode, we told y'all you got a day. You got a day. If you day. ain't on it, we own it. Right, we are on it. <laughs> we <laughs> are. And I did make my. I made them binge it, y'all, because it's like you can binge it in literally. It's like thirty minute episodes. Yeah. So it's ten episodes. You can binge it in like five hours. Yeah. But um, it's about murders in a building. So they live in New York. And they don't know each other But what also makes this show so interesting Is it's a, it's about podcasts Which yeah. is really why I made them watch it Because what are we doing? We're doing a podcast So I was like yo it's crazy that this show is like Geared around a podcast So basically somebody dies In their building in New York And They bond Over this death And it's them trying to figure out who killed him why he got killed and how it happened but there are a lot of twists along the way finding out who actually knows the deceased the police miss so much so much and it's like wow these people are doing this podcast and they're finding clues that the police missed in the investigation and it 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 almost started off like as a joke and mm-hmm. I don't really want to say a joke because in the beginning they weren't trying to be detectives. It was more so like we're listening to a murder mystery podcast. So why not right. just start our own podcast, you know, and it, it and led to it, something bigger. And it led to something real. But no, nah, I we, I don't want to give no spoilers. We could, we, we're going to stop there. We we're going to stop there. Yeah. I gave we're you gonna, enough. Gonna. But I will just say, y'all, go take a look at that and go li- go watch it because it's pretty good. Um, and then the last thing on my industry news that I wanted to give a shout out to is um, LS Studios. They are opening up a brick and mortar in in LA LA, and they have their grand opening and their, um, I guess you could say ribbon cut, ribbon Ribbon cutting ceremony ceremony on the 22nd of January. So that's like next week or something like that. We can have, um, I've been with LS Studios for a long time. That is my acting studio. So, you know, I got to put in a plug. That is how, you know, my man Kev and I met. That's the so, only That's the only acting training I've had. And yeah. I, it's, I've done pretty good off just that little nine-week session. That's, so. that's, that's it. And, yeah. you know, Lewis. I got to come back, though. You got to come back. Lewis Stencil is an amazing Dope. acting coach. Sean Middlebrook, same thing. Amazing acting coach. I haven't coaches. met Sean. Sean's brilliant he is a brilliant that's the big buff guy right big buff guy yeah i've seen him yeah. on the, i've seen him like yeah, uh yeah. do his thing on, yeah, on he, social media but yeah. yeah and he's on um queen sugar yeah 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 Yeah, he has a recurring role on that but um yeah just want to let y'all know that that is happening um they're opening up in la so y'all be on the lookout of that anybody that could be possibly listening to us in la they're having to open up a studio so y'all gotta check them out yeah and that's my little segment, of, you know. Now my <laughs> in industries, the, you in know. the streets. <laughs> For mine, it's gonna be a little bit different. They gonna be. It's just gonna be like some knowledge that I've gained over the last year with the music industry, and it's like a big issue that I've seen amongst artists. Like a lot of people, artists, independent artists who aren't signed to uh, record labels, they put out music, and they think just because they are the ones clicking the buttons to put out the songs that they own the music, mm-hmm. but they don't. The streaming companies own the music because artists skip the step. They'll make the song, but they don't do all the clerical work that's necessary to own your masters. Mm -hmm. So a lot of artists don't know there's a code called 
ISRC code, which is basically your signature. And it's only $98 for a lifetime. And you can create up to 100,000 codes per year. Now, what that means is you can one song equals one code. So you can release up to 100,000 songs off one code mm -hmm. per year. But it's every year it just resets and you don't have to pay a new fee. It's just that's your code for life. That's the first step to owning your masters. So if y'all if y'all artists, y'all need to take y'all notepad out and write this down. The next thing is, um, as an independent artist, if you're not signed to a label, you should be your own publisher, which means you should be publishing your music through yourself. And the way that's done is you start your own PRO, which is a performance rights organization. And you can start that through whoever collects your royalties, BMI, ASCAP. And in order to start your own PRO, you have to start an LLC as a publish, music publishing company. Um, then you get your EIN, tax ID, um, business account. And I believe that's it. Um, I'm not sure off the top of my head, but once you get all that in order, then you go to ASCAP and BMI's website and you pay the fee. Um, I think it's $50 for ASCAP and or 254 BMI. I don't know what the difference between the two is. I'm with BMI. Um, but that allows you to get your publishing, the publishing side of your streams, which is a bigger lump sum of money. And the bigger record labels and distributors, they take advantage of this because they know that at the end of the year, the unallocated funds, which is like $250 million plus dollars, it gets distributed to them because nobody's claiming it. The artists don't know that they need their PRO, that they need their ISRC codes, their ISNI codes. And nobody's telling the un, un, the independent artists this. So y'all need to go out and get y'all codes because you will never own your masters if your paperwork is not in order. As an independent artist, it's your job to make sure that every piece of paper behind every song, every show, every feature, every contract is in order, filed properly. Y'all need to get ahead of this. Yeah. And this is like a big, a big, big, big issue in the music industry for unsigned artists. And luckily, I found it out before I really started releasing music. So, wait, 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 wait. This is coming from somebody who don't know anything about music. Yeah. Like, not at all. So, let's just say I want to create a song. I got an idea. I want to get it put out there, right? I could, I can't just go and put it on you know apple music or spotify and if i do do that that means so they can take it if i don't have a license for it or something like that you don't own your masters if you do that but i do own the masters you don't you technically no one does well the distributor do because um you didn't put your own code on the song which is your signature which is you like signing a contract for your song it's like that's your identification code in the music industry without that code your song is up for grabs because mm. like the isrc code is registered to you as the artist your your legal government name mm -hmm. your isni codes you but how do they see that though it's all public it's public record i don't get it yeah, i mean if you i'll have to show you like as an artist you you see the you see these codes like when you go to distro kid they have a section of uh do you have your own isrc code and you they have it to where like when you go and start a business mm -hmm. you get a tax id that's like your tax id for your music that's a way for you to track it so say if you want to collect your royalties from like other places like you get like a placement in a movie your isrc code is part of the metadata and that's how you track the song and how you 
claim ownership. So like if you want to say, if I want to sell my catalog, there will be a packet of paperwork with metadata, ISRC codes, producers, writers, you know, et cetera, all of that stuff. And most people don't know that. Mm. Well, I ain't no artist when it comes to music. So, but that is really good information for anybody that is an unsigned artist. So make sure y'all go get whatever that all the information was Kev just said. It's a lot more to it. You know? I'm, I'm over here like, huh? <laughs> what? It's a lot more to it. You know, just hit me, hit me in the DM and I'll, I'll educate you. Educate you know, it's it, no. It's saving you a lot of grief. Once y'all do get these deals, and this might have been like a boring like little part, but it's essential. Like as an artist, it's something that I take. Like all my everybody around me mm-hmm. got their own record label, got their own distribution. You know, that's just something yeah. like you have to have as an artist. Yeah. On a lighter note. Oh. You know, on a okay. lighter note. That wasn't light. That was heavy. That was heavy because like <laughs> I just I just woke a lot of people up. They're like, damn, I don't own none of my music. And I know people, I got homies before I told them this. Mm-hmm. They were releasing 20, 30 songs a year. Mm. <laughs> so it's like, Dang. just imagine so they, so you got to re- go back and get all of that, that stuff. Like they had to get, go back and do all of that for they get all those. Cool, They're going to have to take everything down and re-upload it. Oh, once dang. you put that, once you put that the, the song out, the ISRC codes, yeah, you got to go through litigation to get that change, and you're not gonna yo your pockets ain't as deep as a uh, TuneCore or DistroKid or United Masters. So oh, wow. it's like it ain't you ain't taking it as a loss because you still getting the streaming side, but mm-hmm. the distribution side. So let's say, so Russ is a perfect example. If y'all if y'all know who Russ is, he be dropping gems. One of mm-hmm. my favorite artists. He makes over $250,000 a month off of streaming because he owns his own publishing. Mm. Like the actual streaming itself for the song is nothing, but the distribution side of the royalties yeah. is crazy. Mm. So that's the bit. So it's like the difference of you got, you put out an album and you get 10 million views. That's only $8,000 mm-hmm. from the streaming. Right. But from the distribution side, that's a couple hundred thousand. Man, that's what we want to get to. That's what you want. That's why you see the people, the Chance the Rappers, the Russes, that's why they're so successful without a label because they understand that this is a business. Outside, yeah, we're good at making music, but this is a business. And in order for us to get all this money, we got to have our paperwork in order, mm-hmm. uh, which is the all other stuff. Right. So, okay. yeah. But I was saying on a lighter note, if y'all want to get your music on the podcast, submit it to slaytetruthpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. if we like it and we're rocking with it and it fits the mood of the episode, you know, we're going we gonna to throw y'all in there. Because we're trying, we trying to help people grow and yeah. win. Because that's always what it's about, you know. If Issa Rae did not give us great advice, she said, work from the same level that you at. So we all right now are on the same level. So why not? Let's help each other grow and get to the next stage in life and get better. Yeah. So that's all we can do. We got the platform to do it. So why not get to it? And we definitely do. So now this, I guess you could say, I wouldn't say it segues, but it poses a a question for me. Earlier, my sister sent me something about Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet. I don't know if y'all know who Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet are, but Lisa Bonet was um, Denise in the Cosby show and Jason Momoa is Aquaman. They 
are married currently, but they are getting a divorce. And I think they've only been married for maybe like four or five years. Lisa Bonet also. That's a long time. You come off some only. I mean, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Lisa Bonet is also Zoe Kravitz, Lenny Kravitz's ex-wife and Zoe's mom. I don't know if y'all know who Zoe Kravitz is, but she's like a great actress as well. Yeah, she's fine as hell, too. Um, this is my time to think. Boy, <laughs> I didn't know. All I need about two days. I ain't going to say oh, 35, wow. 45. I need about two days. At least I just said it and just kept going. You talking about how many days you need. Anyways, I mean, they're getting, they're splitting. And it just, it poses the question. It's just like, why get married to get a divorce? Like, I don't understand. I know life hits you hard. I understand that there are a lot of ups and downs and you go through a lot of things. But why go through all of that just in the end, get a divorce? It refers back to our the last episode, people marry the representative instead of I mean, taking that time. Because everybody's like, oh, I don't want to be a girlfriend forever. And I get that. You know, sometimes you don't want to. You want to make sure things are solidified. But even with a ring, that don't make it solid. Yeah, but that's a long time to be with a representative. That's a long time to be trying to be this person that you're not for five years. You got to think in our career, like we're very busy when we're working. We're very busy. Mm-hmm. So it's like your relationship kind of pauses where it was before you start a project because y'all understand we're gonna be busy. We're not gonna be able to spend in that much that much time together. Right. So it's like it might have been five years, but in reality, it might have only been like two years because of how much they've been working. Mm-hmm. So it's like well, I know he has. I don't he know has. That's what I'm saying. He been has been working a lot. So it's like think about the time that they would actually have together outside of him filming for three, four months at a time per mm-hmm. project. That time freeze where it is, and then once it's like okay, we both been off for you. I don't know you. I'm like oh wait, I really don't like who you are. That's why entertainment is so hard to date. Yeah, it's like do you do you want to be with somebody that understands the entertainment industry that you're in or or the music industry? You asking like, me personally? I'm just well, I mean it could be posed to you but it's the question is posed if you're if you're an entertainer and you're dating do you want to date somebody that's in the same industry as you do you want to date a civilian somebody that doesn't that doesn't know what you go through or do you want to date you know I guess the in-betweener who knows what knows about it or used to be in it and no longer is in it or or what because it's just like dang where's the hope Rich people out here getting divorced and stuff, like, and I know regular people are getting, you know, everyday average Joes are getting divorced as well. But it's just like, dang, Jason, that's a fine ass man. Could you date somebody that's in the industry or someone who, you know, or would you prefer to date somebody in the industry or someone who is just like a regular civilian who mm-hmm. don't understand, like, you know? Jeez. Ah, uh, I don't. <laughs> that's that's interesting that you say that because I you know deal with that right now. Like I I would say I want to date somebody that's that's in the industry because they understand like the hours and the time and the energy that it it, it takes to be in the industry and like when I'm when I'm up at like eleven o'clock at night or whatever, right, and I'm doing videos, somebody that's in the industry, or if I'm studying a script, somebody that's in the industry is going to understand that I'm studying a script. So when I say, no, I can't hang out for whatever reason because I'm studying a script, 
they're gonna be like, oh, okay, respect. Can I help you? Um, do you do you, do you want me you to come over? Do you need you a know. reader? They're gonna understand that. But somebody that's not in the industry, they're not gonna get that. They're gonna look at it as you blowing them off, especially if you're if you have class once a week. You know what I mean? So you got to be studying your script every every night. To yeah. them, it's like, dang, you just blowing me off. Why why aren't we kicking it? Why aren't we hanging out more? And I know you have to put in time and and allocate your time, but somebody who's in the industry is going to understand that. Somebody who's not is not going to get it. Yeah. So, but at the same time, to play devil's advocate and kind of flip it, those that are not in the industry kind of it's it's you don't always have to talk industry talk. Yeah, I kind of find that when you're with somebody that's in the industry, that's all. Sometimes that's all which which I'll talk about. Yeah, but with being famous and 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 being a performer, you have to know balance. So you have to know like, okay, well, yeah, this is industry time. This is job. This is you know, but now let's get into other things. We don't yeah. always gotta talk about. How you know how the audition went, how class was, how this was. Let's talk about you know just other stuff. So I don't know. I ain't, I am not really dating anybody right now. So I, yeah. my my options are very open. Open <laughs> <laughs> as far as as far as you know who I would or who I wouldn't you know date. Uh, I can't say that I wouldn't date anybody that's in the industry. Um, but I can't say that I I I wouldn't date anybody that isn't in the industry. Mm. I guess I'm just open to. Dating. Yeah, she, she throwing it out um, there. <laughs> the DM, the DMs are the, open. <laughs> my DMs, my DMs are open. <laughs> what about Man. you though? You dating somebody in the industry? Am I dating somebody? I'm not dating by industry. Not currently, but oh. same question to you. Like, would you date somebody in the industry or not in the industry? I would prefer not. Nah, I ain't gonna say that. I would date somebody. In the industry, for the simple fact of I'm a like when I'm working, I'm bu- I'm busy and I'm very invested into my work. Mm-hmm. So I would need someone who understands that okay, he's working. Because a lot of times when you date someone who's not in the industry, they don't understand how work like how hard and how much time and effort you have to put into a role right. or into a a EP, a album, a mixtape. People don't that don't do your craft they don't understand the work that you have to put into it Mm -hmm. so i would i'm not gonna say i wouldn't prefer it depends that's it's a hard that's a a real hard question but i think it goes back to what you say you would it would depend on that balance if you can find if i can find somebody outside of the industry that is equally as busy as i am then Mm -hmm. i think i would prefer somebody outside of the industry just because once you get bigger, it's like a lot of people in your business. And right. when you got two people in your uh, two people that's in the industry, it's like hard to like run from the paparazzi. And would you, would you think it would be easier to get it in now? I mean, I know it's probably easier as far as just like paparazzi. You don't really, we don't really have pop. I don't have paparazzi right now. Yeah, nah. So I don't really have those problems. So getting in now, building with somebody probably. I guess you say wouldn't would be a good thing if y'all starting from the bottom, but I don't know. At the same time, you ain't never had a bush dweller. A what? A, a bush dweller. Yeah, Kevin always gonna come with some stuff, man. A, a what? Bush, a bush dweller. A bush dweller. A stalker. A, 
I've never <laughs> that's heard good. that. I just started that. What is that? You a made person that, that up. like just, you yeah, made I, that I just, up. I just made it up. It's, a I bush just, dweller because they be hiding I just in the coined bushes. that, yeah. I just coined that. <laughs> so you motherfucker, that's my word, bush dweller. So you ain't never had nobody stalk you? Like, you just put it on them good and you just I, like. Okay, I've never had a stalker. Mm-hmm. But I have had people not get a hint, mm-hmm. not catch it. But I would say they didn't catch it because I wasn't vocal enough in what I should have been saying so to them. So it was your fault? No. It was, <laughs> Look, no. They run. They run. It wasn't my fault. It wasn't my fault. I just wasn't as honest. So you was just dragging them along. Not dragging them along. Just okay. I don't like being mean. Me. You like. You like to be the asshole. I, I don't, don't like to be the asshole. I only. I'm only the asshole when you make me the asshole. I don't like to be the asshole. So I feel like if you're pursuing me and I'm turning you down. I, okay. First of all, if you come to me and you're like, hey, let's go on a date. Now nah, I'm busy. You come to me again and you say, hey, let's go on a date. No, sir, I'm busy. And you come to me again and you're like, hey, let's go here. You was busy this day. Let's do this. Nah, I'm still busy. That's that's low key. What was the person in the, in the like, wasn't he their entertainer? Yes, but I didn't hit them with the entertainment stuff. I just said, no, I'm busy. But I'm saying, though, say, they, they knew you. That's what you did. Yeah. So they understood. Nah, you, that, it's not, that, a, it's he, not it a bad could, He could have been the one. If I had, if, for me, mm-hmm. if I'm pursuing a man, right, and I'm actually doing a pursuing, yeah. and I'm like, hey, let's do da 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 You cut me off, and you're like, oh, I got to do whatever. All right. You got maybe, like, it don't take long for me. It takes me, like, one or two. You turn me down once, ah, okay. You turn me down two times, it's like, mm. I'm probably not going to try no more because now I don't care. My interest is no longer there. That's just me. But it seems as if there are other people, males, mid- <laughs> you tried it. <laughs> it seems like there are other men, men who will consist, they will constantly keep trying. And I don't want to be mean, but it's like, I'm not interested. And maybe I should just say I'm not interested, but I feel like that's harsh. What I'm hearing is you don't like persistence. You know, you don't like a man that's persistent. That's not, you know? I like persistent. Oh, just, who doesn't want somebody who's persistent? Yeah, I want that, somebody it sound who's like, persistent. Sound like that but man I feel persistent. like it's only, you only want somebody who's persistent with somebody that you're interested in. True. If that you're, if true. you're getting, if you're, if somebody is, is coming towards you or coming at you and you not attracted in any way, it doesn't matter what they say to you. It's going to be like, eh, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I'm not interested. I'm going to go ahead and exit. Just, I'm exit. I don't want, I don't want to do that. I don't yeah. want to do that. But if they, if you are interested in them, that means you'll put up with a little bit more. Cause like, okay, well I, I see the potential in you. I see. I, I, okay. All right, cool. I'll put up with that. Okay. That's fair enough. I'm not. Cause, Cause you're an asshole. It's not I'm an asshole. You are an asshole. I'm just very protective of my time. And if I just keep telling somebody I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy, that's 10 seconds that I'm just wasting. Now, imagine if I let them do this for a year. 10 seconds time, 365. That's like 10 10 to 15 hours (laughs) out of the year that I don't waste telling them motherfucking no. Yeah. After the first time, I can be like, look, this is not going anywhere. Not interested. Mm -hmm. Throw some pussy. Okay, we can see where that go. But (laughs) go ahead. Sex. And uh, that that complicates things, sir. 
sex is a complicated thing. But that's a perfect transition into the main, you know, topic. That 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 right there. It's crazy that you say it, but sex is complicates things. It, it definitely. Well, I feel like it complicates things when you go into it as just sex and you don't set your intentions. If you meet somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, it's always if you're attracted to somebody, it's always physical. In your head, he's like, okay, damn, I can probably lay down with everything them. is physical. That's what I'm saying. If we go into this just letting shit happen, like, are we just gonna fuck? Autom- automatically, like, if y'all just doing it frequently, okay, we building towards something. That's like the human mind. That's like the first thing is gonna think of. Okay, they want something. I want something. They ain't said nothing different. But if you go into like, hey, this is physical. I know nothing about you. You know nothing about me. Now, I do want to have sex with you. Mm-hmm. If after having sex. We feel something further. Let's rediscuss the situation. A lot of times, a lot of times, huh? After, let's yes. talk about it after. Yes, because who? Uh, come on now, you ain't never just had met somebody like all right, I don't fuck you. Then after y'all fuck, it's like okay, this ain't going nowhere. And cool. That's why I'm saying sex complicates things. No, it doesn't. Well, I'm what I'm saying is okay, <laughs> okay. If you're talking, if you meet somebody right, and y'all have that conversation. In the beginning, mm-hmm. what do you want? What are your intentions? All of that good jazz, right? And that most men are not saying, I just want to have sex with you. I know. Most men are not saying that. That I'm, is not how they're coming at you. I'm him. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, most people are not, most guys are not saying that. And sometimes, and on the flip side, women, sometimes women just want to have sex and they're not, they're not saying that. So what will happen is, they they go into it. They say certain things. They you know say what they need to say to be like okay, well let's do it. Yeah. They end up kicking it, hanging out. Let's just see how it goes. They end up having sex. Then it's like okay, well the sex isn't really what I thought it was gonna be. It's just trash. So now like, it, this ain't it wasn't. Gonna work it out. didn't make it didn't make me want to have sex with you, you ain't, anymore. You ain't hit enough walls. Anyways. Uh, anyways, <laughs> wait a minute. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who ain't hitting walls? <clears throat> Who ain't out here hitting walls? Trust me, I've had some discussions with some. I can show you. I'm gonna show you receipts. Go ahead, talk. I'm gonna pull them oh, up. Oh wow. Okay. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> My gosh, you hit me with that one. I was like, whoa, I got caught off guard. But yeah, and then and then the, and then the sex isn't what it's what it, what you felt like it should be, or it didn't it didn't give you any sparks or anything like that. So then you're just like, uh. Well, now my your interest isn't there anymore. Well, how about you just cut it all out, build it on a friendship level, or or get to know you kind of type of level, and then let the sex come from there. And that that in itself will will make sex different. Am I reading this out loud? You can read it out loud. Just what don't say the say? name. I ain't gonna say no name. I that- mean, the person whoever it is, I'm sure they're gonna know. Um. These are receipts from 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 from. These Kevin. are receipts and facts that you know. Not everybody was blessed enough to hit hit enough walls to keep somebody around. Okay, IDK had a measure, but I've really only dealt with smaller ones. No man has ever made me. <clears throat> <laughs> keep going. No man has ever made me come from his dick. Head, yeah, but their dick never. Like below the national average, I think it's five point two inches. Question mark. Yeah, probably three point five to fours. Baby penis. Oh wow. 
what's yours side eye let's just say i'm above the natural average <laughs> Should I stop reading? Keep going, keep going. Okay. You know that. Um, um, it measures closer. Okay. <clears throat> Who is this? <laughs> oh my god! I don't want to read this anymore. Let me. Oh man. Okay, I'm gonna. Wait, 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 would you stop? What she said makes sense. She wet all the time, especially if I find you attractive. Oh. How wet? Okay. All right, we, yeah, we, we're right. getting into we're explicit. We were just talking about you. We were just, we just talking about you. You should have. You should have known where that was on you. You pulled it. You 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 said read it. I read from uh, I know, you. I know that was on me. I didn't tell you. I didn't tell you, you didn't when tell to stop. Me to skip I didn't tell read. you when to stop. I just kept reading. Yeah, you know, my, that was on me. But Jeez. hey, basically, ladies, Kevin is telling y'all and letting y'all know that he's out here hitting walls. He ain't one of them. I ain't three. hitting walls. I'm knocking them down. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but no, I'm him. <laughs> we, we started that because Jason Momoa <laughs> is getting a divorce from Lisa. I don't know that how was, that was relevant, but hey, a, it was. We got we. It was good, but we definitely got off. We got off track. Who <laughs> is it hot? Anybody? Y'all hot? I'm hot. <laughs> Sheesh. Oh, <man>. Sheesh. <laughs> but um. I think um, when it comes to sizes of, well, I mean, that's a good question, though. Does size matter? That's what I was about to ask. Like, do you think size matters? I know the answer for what women think, but what do you think women feel is the answer? To an extent, because like scientifically, the vaginal canal is only three to five inches. So -hmm. that's really all you need to hit a wall. Mm -hmm. But I feel where... Things go wrong and like women like oh his Nick small he ain't that he ain't shit. A lot of men don't know how to have sex. Yeah. A lot of people think it's like oh I'm gonna come and you know. A lot of men are selfish. Yes, a lot a of, lot men, of are men are selfish. I will I, a lot. I just find that men grew up like f- fantasizing about. This is a man's world. I'm going to put auto-tune on that because I know I was off key. But <laughs> Fantasizing about... Because think about where most men learn how to have sex from. Pornos. Pornos. Um, they, they watch. They, they could um, look at magazines. That's that's a, a, a man's or a child's, mm-hmm. you know, thought or what they see. Yeah. So it's like, okay, then they hear stories from older cousins, uncles, brothers, fathers about what sex, quote unquote, what it is. Yeah. So most men are out here just trying to get a nut. Yeah. That's- so of course they're not pleasing women because that's all they're trying to do. They're, yeah. they're, they're, they're selfish lovers. Yeah. And like, like growing up, like I'd never... Like, of course, I had older cousins who talked about sex, but, like, at the time they were talking about it, I knew nothing about it. I was just trying to be cool and mm-hmm. be in on a relationship. Yeah, I'm having sex, but I'm eight, nine years old. I don't know nothing about the shit. But I feel like as since, like, older, like, men, I ain't going to say men, teenagers and boys crossing over from childhood to manhood, they don't have those talks about sex. It's just like, are you a man? Look, you can go get some pussy. That's really all it is. And then, like, you have to figure out everything else in between and after that. 
Mm-hmm. So I feel like with porn, men are conditioned just to come. Sex is not an experience. It's just a transaction. Right. So it's going to always be, quote unquote, a man's world when it comes to sex. Because, of course, a woman got toys, but them toys can't grab you and hold you and cuddle with you after. You're going to wash that motherfucker off and throw it back in your sock drawer. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how do you... Oh, f- I mean... I ain't gonna say there, sock, there sock are drawer. plenty, plenty of women that are, are lesbians. I mean, of so course, you don't but I'm saying like need a man. <laughs> you don't, but I'm saying like, as far as like between the man and woman, like the flawed part of sexual intercourse is because young men are trained to just get their nut. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of like, oh, he can't, he came and needed five minutes because in his head he, for for the last six, seven years, he been beating his dick and he come and then that's it. He should go he get noodle. Right. But when you have someone who understand that sex is more of an experience than a transaction. <laughs> yeah. Then it's like you can go beyond like sex not f- being normal. Like what the fuck is wrong with him type of sex? Like, you know. Well, coming back to the question about size, one thing I like to... I guess not like to think about, but technically, is it gonna fill all, you up? No, <laughs> shut up. Technically, we are all supposed to be virgins. Technically, so if you think about it, you're not supposed to even know what sex feels like. I'm not even supposed to know what sex feels like. So when you get with your husband or your wife, it's supposed to be like a first. It's time supposed experience. to be a first time experience for both of y'all because you're not supposed to know and i'm not supposed to know so y'all are supposed to experience that together yeah so when it comes to size or does you know the whole three to five it shouldn't matter because what you know why do you know what you're basing it off of eve ate that apple eve ate the doggone apple so because eve ate the apple now we have free will you know what i mean and now we need we know oh now you know what naked is yeah now I know I ain't got no clothes. Okay. Now shout I know out, that yours is now I know that your 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 penis is it's smaller, it's than, smaller than, the bills. than bills. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's it's skinnier, it's it's thinner, it's longer. Yeah. But we ain't even supposed to know that. Does size matter to you? I think um for me, yes and no. It does to a certain like you say, to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Um because I do know what Unfortunately, I know what sex feels like. I don't think that something that would be on the smaller end would be pleasing to me. Um, but if that smaller end person, like if you did have a small, I'm not talking micro, because that's a that's that's a condition that you cannot. No, I've seen. I've looked up micro penis because I didn't know what it was. I actually did look up micro penises, and they're literally like. It's really small. It doesn't it's like grow. one in fifteen men have micro Yeah, that's a very rare. We're not talking about micro penises. We're talking about like threes, fours. You know, mm-hmm. they just they just don't grow. I know that sometimes those are the most passionate lovers because they do more in other areas to to make up for what they lack in size. So that's why I say it depends because um, I you know I've I've had relations with somebody who's on the smaller side, but it's been sometimes better mm-hmm. than somebody who's packing you know. And I don't I personally I I don't want to be putting my business on the street, but I don't enjoy large. I don't. I, it's not enjoyable. Who wants to have relations and sex and it's not enjoyable? Like I don't want to hurt. It's not supposed. <laughs> you know. I don't. It's sex is not supposed to hurt. It's supposed to feel good. It's not supposed to hurt. 
So I'm sorry for all you large men out there that are packing very large mandingos. Y'all need to go ahead and do porn because that's not for the average women. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. What is your most prominent toxic trait? My most toxic trait? Yes. Hmm. I mean, everybody's a little toxic, right? Hey. Dang. I should have been more prepared for this question. Toxic, my most toxic trait. I'm working on my communication. Mm. My communication would say, I would say it's a very toxic trait because I have this thing. I do this thing where I could be texting and the phone will just be sitting there. You'll respond. you'll, You'll text me. And we'll be texting back and forth. It'll be like, you know, messages like a minute in between. And then I get I get sidetracked. Like I'm watching TV or I'll get on my phone. Like if I'm playing on my phone, depending if I'm playing on my iPad or my phone. If I'm on my iPad, you know, I could probably pull up a text message faster. If I'm on my phone, I could pull up on my iPad. Yeah. But if I'm playing something and it's interrupting what I'm playing and you're not on the level that like you know what I mean does that make sense like if you're not like my mom or my dad you know or my sister or something like that if you're not high on that level I will ignore it and it's not that I'm intentionally trying to ignore you but I'll ignore you yeah like I'll just ignore the text message and then I'll look up and it's 30 minutes later and it's like oh dang somebody texted me let me look at the okay let me text back and go back I think that's very toxic because that doesn't that doesn't go well for communication. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that person maybe wanted to say something, maybe has, you know, wanted to talk about something important or maybe they didn't. I don't know, but I didn't take the time to, I was doing something. To me, it's like, mm, not that I was busy, but I was busy, you know? But I don't think that's toxic because you're not intentionally doing it. I mean, not to every, I don't, I don't do it to everybody, but there are some people that I do, I do intentionally just not text back as fast. But I don't think that's toxic though. Why wouldn't that be toxic? You, you're not texting back. That's, that's a toxic trait. No. I feel like toxic is something that you shouldn't do that you do on purpose all the time. Mm. Cause I, cause I'm not really big on my phone. Like I can, yeah, I do it with everybody. My mm. mama texts me and be like, Hey, uh, what's, uh, what size shoe MJ wear? Two days later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. My, she, she's, uh, she's a t-, t whatever. Yeah, but it's like, it's not something that I intentionally do. I'm just not attached to my phone like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I have. Okay, so it's something that you do intentionally. Something you know good and damn well you shouldn't be doing. But you're like, fucking, I'm, 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 I'm really, grown. I'm not really a toxic person. Like, I don't have anything that, if you're going off something that's intentional, I never do anything intentionally. Like, I'm not a petty person intentionally. One of your girlfriends. I can be petty, though. I can be petty, but I'm petty not. Petty is in, toxic. But I, petty is toxic, but I'm not an intentional petty. There are people who will do things to literally, because you did this to me, I'm going to do that to you. Like, I have friends. My friend does that. All the time. Like, mm-hmm. let's just say somebody does something to him. He about to do it back, back to you. And he going to do it two times harder than you did it to him. And then get mad that you mad that, <laughs> that he did something. It's like, well, you you the one. You started the toxic. They did it because they messed up. And you're doing it because they messed up. So now you feel like you got to get them back. Yeah. I, I, I don't have, like, I'm not really that type of person. So you would have to ask somebody that knows that 
Yeah, because you're going to look past your flaws. I'm going to look past what I think. Not a really... Not flaws, but like you're going to look past. I can't see it. Mm -hmm. You would have to ask like a friend of mine or, you know. Oh, um, we're not... See, you're saying things that are intentional because I have... Well... I have an attitude. I have... I have... That's toxic. That's it's, but it's not an intentional attitude. It's just I do. I like I'm a Scorpio, so I don't, and I don't know when it happens. I'll flip really fast. Like I'll be good, and then you do something that pisses me off, and I'm just now I'm just off. Like I just I don't have nothing to say, and I know that that's I could say that's toxic. Smart mouth. I do have a smart mouth. Toxic. My mouth is my mouth is smart, but you're saying intentional. Like I don't, I don't, I don't curse you out and 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 call you whatever. And well, I guess it's not intentional, but it's just something that's just like it caused problems and it don't have to. And I you, mean, you yeah, my mouth, you, yeah, my mouth, and 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 I'm just, and you know, another toxic trait <laughs> that I think I have that I've I've finally like started to realize kind of later in life, um, and I used to think that it was a loyalty thing mm-hmm. growing up because, you know, Scorpios, we loyal. We do all that kind of stuff. And, you know, we always are very. But that's one of our that's that's a trait that that is very toxic loyalty to, uh. to like the wrong people. That's very like if you are because we get loyal, we're loyal to like a fault. Like we ride out to the end. You know what I mean? You yeah. have to do a whole bunch of stuff to us for us just to be done. Yeah. But I will put my, I'll put myself in a situation and I'll always be the bigger person. Like, I'm always, always the bigger person. So I'm all, like, like I just put myself in situations to where I let people take advantage. Mm-hmm. And I think that's toxic. I think that's something that I need to break from. Yeah. Because it's not, it's it's toxic for me. Not even toxic for the next person. It's toxic for me because it's not healthy on my end. Yeah. So I think I need to break that. You know, I need to break out of that because that's not good. Right. At all. What about you? Other than the fact that you're an, a- an asshole. I'm not an asshole. I'm just, <laughs> I am just extremely honest. Um, but I think my toxic trait is that I don't argue. And the way I go about arguments is very toxic. Mm-hmm. So say we're dating and we get into an argument and you just going off and you like, you ain't shit, blah, blah, blah. You saying whatever. You just going Which is in. toxic. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> going in. You say you got a mouth. So I'm just making it. You my know, mouth realistic. is like, I don't. My mouth isn't like I'm about to cut, talk about curse you out and call you outside your name though. Okay, I don't do that. So you just you doing you you going you you doing your toxic going off in your way, not like you know. I will sit there and stare at you the entire time and not utter one word, mm-hmm. and I'll have this grin on my face that I have right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> While you just angry and It'll just piss me off. and I just be like staring. No, occasionally look at my phone. Oh, that's it's because you 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 are you you're mean. I'm not mean. If we can't sit here and talk like adults in a calm manner, mm-hmm. but I'm about to have fun. But sometimes you have to kind of show some type of emotion. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. even though you you're not one to yell and argue and scream and do all that kind of stuff, because there are some men that like to go back and forth with women. But sitting there not showing any emotion intentionally in their phone like that that's causing for somebody to 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 go higher it is and that's the whole so i feel like i'm the i'm a firm believer in like having like sit downs like if we can't sit and talk normal like because i understand you matt if you need a second to you know get yourself together okay you do that 
Right. But now if we sitting there, we talking like adults and we communicating, then I'm I'm gonna give you I'm gonna I'm gonna sit there be like okay. I, I just feel like yelling and you know being angry. You don't solve nothing, so it's, I'm not finna waste my energy. If we, but, uh, if we at the end of the day, at the end of the argument, you yell, at, you yell at me. If I yell at you, we still gonna be mad at the end of it. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> but coming from women, you know, sometimes, and that's not knowing how to uh, uh, be effective communicators. Mm-hmm. So sometimes women don't know, vice versa, men don't know how to communicate. But that's how we show our emotion. I mm-hmm. find that sometimes women do all that arguing and screaming because that's that's how they get it out. I personally am not one of the type of women you have to be a so Rowan there's only been one person in my life not my boyfriend somebody that we were just talking trying to see where it could go there's only been one person that has pulled that anger out of me mm-hmm. which is why I know that's a toxic trait because if you can pull me out of who I am as a person I am not a person that's gonna cuss you out yell at you scream at you do all that kind of stuff talk about your mama, call you a bitch, call you a hoe, you all this kind of stuff. That's not me. One of those, oh, you an ain't shit nigga. That's, I've never been that way. I wasn't raised that way. That's not, that, I didn't grow up on that. I didn't watch TV about it. So, well, when I was younger, I saw, you know, later in life. <laughs> so, I would have never done that. But it takes that person to pull out certain things out of you you no one's ever supposed to make you step out of who you are as a person and your comfort zone but they will and one person did that to me and that's how i know that i can't do that type of relationship and it was weighing on me yeah so whereas one person well that's all they're used to they used to girls cussing them out calling them all these kind of names and stuff like that so it's like okay well if i'm not doing that with you then that means i don't care yeah. So you may do that as you know, as you sitting back, not talking, just letting them letting the girl vent, you know. And to her, it's like I'm talking to you because that's all she knows. Mm-hmm. She's going off cussing and yelling because when she all the times that she would do that, the man will come back with her and they will go back and forth. Yeah. So she thinks that as oh, you're not caring, you don't want to, you know, have you're not trying to have this conversation with me, you're not trying to work it out because you just sitting there not talking, not saying anything. You know what I mean? That's kind of some things that would, that's all they know. Sometimes. I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm just, you know, trying to fish for and see, you know, what could be because I don't do that. Let me ask you this. Why do you feel like the toxic culture is such, is like such a prevalent culture like today? We started from toxic. If you want to go all the way back to Adam and Eve, you can. Cause Eve was out here trying to get Adam, you know, to eat the apple or boil the fruit. Yeah. But slavery anything like we 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 were born into the realm of toxic mm-hmm. but now it's like with social media and all the different avenues and platforms that we have going on right now what we see on TV the rappers that we listen to you know what yeah. we're introduced to based off of TV and athletes and rappers and strippers and everything i think that's where toxic comes from yeah. It's a learned behavior. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think people grow into starting, you know, oh, I'm just going to I'm gonna wake up one day and I'm just going to be toxic. Yeah. No, nah, it's, it's from life and past experiences and, and what you watch and what you see. Yeah. I really wish we would break it, though. I, I really, I, I don't get it. Like, I don't get why it has to be, why we like it. You know, most people in relationships like that toxic stuff. Like, you got a man treating you wrong, but you're going to choose to stay. For why? And that right there, I feel like that's what burrs the toxic culture in 
millennial, Gen Z, and Gen X. Mm -hmm. Because I have a lot of family members where like the men were beating they their wives, and mm -hmm. the 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 kids see that their mother stays like, oh, you know, they still seeing. Oh, after your daddy beat me, you know, I'm still telling him, oh, I love you, and right. you know, I'm 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 happy we're together. We got such beautiful kids, and it creates this like tainted perspective of what love is one and what a happy family is because it's like okay yes people go through things they that that's the whole thing people go through things and you know you're not just supposed to give up on your relationship so when mm -hmm. a young man is seeing his father beat the shit out of his mom he right. think that's normal so he grow up and he's like and most of the time if the the father is beating the mom he beating the boy right so you have like a double like negative right there so it's like all right now he's older, he's going to take that power back. He's not going to let a woman talk to him any kind of way. And he's like, all right, I'm the man now, you know. You're not going to talk to me no, no kind of way. If you do, I'm going I'm to beat you. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to leave me because if you leave me, I'm going to kill you type shit. Like, right. luckily for me, I don't have that mindset because my mom was a gangster one. Mm. She was a gangster. Like, like, she didn't take shit from a man. Like, she was like, you put your hands on me, I'm going to kill you. I'm not scared to go sit down in jail. It's going to be for self-defense. Mm. So... I've had a good example of a strong woman who didn't tolerate that shit. So it's like I understood what it was like for a woman to stand up for herself, one. And then two, um, I, the male role model I had in my life was my uncle. Mm -hmm. Now, he went through some shit, of course, but it wasn't, he wasn't out here beating on women. You know, he would leave a, leave a woman before he put his hands on her. Right. So I had a strong woman and then like a good male role model and I, that's why i came up that's why i feel like i stand out but most men that grow up in a two-parent family like household that's what that's what it is they daddy beating on their mama cheating on their mama mm -hmm. got bastard kids outside of the marriage you yeah. know so it's like those kids get older and it's like that's like I and mean, that's i mean that's the future that's, that's talking <clears throat> speaking to the ones that are beating yeah. and hitting their significant others that but what about the ones that aren't what i mean but then you have the 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 mental that's, that's just that's just as bad. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, cause the like ones then, talking to you crazy, belittling you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cause then let's say you have two parents in the same household, but then they have a daughter. Mm -hmm. So you have a dad beating on his mom, telling her she ain't shit. That's gonna trickle down to the to the daughter, cause the daughter gonna be like, Mom, why you let him do this? Shut up, he paying the bills. You should be happy that you got food on the table and a roof over your head. So now she like, oh, okay, maybe that is with love, cause you beat you beat somebody enough times and tell them that they orange, they gonna believe it after a while. Right. So I feel like it's kind of that same thing. So women allow that because they mom allowed it, they grandma allowed it. You know. Yeah. So you're saying. Basically, how we're going to stop the toxic trait is how you treat how how it start. It's going to start with individual per individual self. Like I know and I understand what my toxic trait is, what I learned from growing up, what that toxic trait was, not taking that and carrying it into my relationship, which yeah. then not carrying it into the childhood yeah. when I start having children. Yeah. That's what stops the toxic trait in going forward. The toxic culture, period. Because yeah, I culture. feel like my favorite quote from my favorite rapper, we had the same birthday, Biggie Smalls, can't change the world unless we change ourselves first. It it all it always starts with one person. Like we we grew up in an instant gratification like society, so it's mm -hmm. like a lot of people don't want to make the changes. Like cause I'm just one person, it ain't gonna happen. Right. But it's that thing of if we walking in a building. I hold the door for you. Somebody come behind you. Oh, let me hold the door for the next person. Let me hold the door for the next person. It's kind of mm -hmm. like that. So one 
person holding the door turns into 10 people holding the door for 11 people. So it's like, it's kind of like we don't see the instant gratification. So we feel like making a changes, is not worth it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like once we identify the problem within ourselves, like, okay, this is my toxic trait. I'm single. So obviously this is causing some type of turmoil within me that I can't hold a successful relationship or I can't stay with somebody long enough. So how can I change this? What do I need to work on? Okay. Now, you go into somebody else who had that same revelation. So now you got two people who's healed. Mm-hmm. They have kids. The kids going to come out good because you got two people, two loving people who love themselves um, uh, most of all. And then now they share, they spread that love to the kid. Now the kid grew up in nothing but love. So now you got a positive kid mm-hmm. who then goes, get a girlfriend. He treat her right. They have kids. And then now you got two generations of happy sounds people. Good. It sounds good. It sounds real good. It's possible, but I mean, it's possible, but it's not possible at the same time because not, it's just like, we got free will. I don't, I mean, I, w- I want to say that that's, that's, it sounds really good. Yeah. I would hope that that's where it could go and how it could change, but all I know is you could like like Biggie said, work on you. That's it. That's, if you start with you, that's it. That's all you can do. Yeah, I feel like if everybody worked on themselves, eventually you have a bunch of worked on motherfuckers coming together. But yeah, I mean that that goes back to even the world, like how yeah. we start to change the world. That's a battle that we've been fighting for years, and it's yeah. not and it's not even looking like it's going in. <laughs> and we've been fighting that shit for millennia. What? Since the beginning of time. That's crazy. This is it's sad, but it's so easy to and everything is about like monetizing. So it's so easy to monetize drama and toxic things. Mm-hmm. Like Justin LeBoy, King Toxic, right now. <laughs> I mean, his Instagram is just. That, it be, I, I'll be laughing at it. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Some of the stuff I do, I, I'll I'll read his. Oh, here, I will make a man explain himself, and I don't even be caring. I might be the problem. That's toxic. You know, like starting an argument, like you know what I mean, or starting something. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, you did something, but you are gonna start the argument just cause, cause you just want to catch them in some some in something. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, but that's the time we live in, you know. Ain't really nothing we can really, you know, do about it. This was good, though. Yeah. This was a good one. Yeah. It always it always leads into to, uh, so many. Like, you know, I be, I just want to talk and, and, and get so many points out and talk about this, which could lead into that. But you don't want to keep talking about that one point because that one point is another another, another episode and that fun. can lead to a whole another 30, 40 minutes of conversation. It's like I just just... Cutting down to just one. Yeah, and my homie, they my homies like they call me scatterbrain, cause like I'll Same. be talking about some, like I just like bounce from within like a minute. I talk about ten different things. Yeah. Then I come back like, oh wait, okay, and like I do it on here. I, I've, I've even this episode, I caught myself drifting a little bit, but mm-hmm. you you brought it back. <laughs> you brought it back. I brought it back. But <laughs> it's I can't help my my mind moves faster than my mouth, so it's like I think stuff, but then next thing you know, I'm talking about something that's similar but like different. But that's why yeah. it's good though, because. That's what I like about this podcast. We'll have our points of what we're going to be talking about, and then it's just flowing. Yeah. It's not forced. It, it you know it, it's all organic and it's all natural and real. Yeah. So it, it's going to go in different directions and open up topics that we weren't even 
you know, ready yeah. or prepared to talk about, but it that's how you know that it's, it's authentic organic. and real and, and yeah. it's organic because it's coming from truth yeah. and it's not coming from something that, oh, well, we wrote this down and this is what we was, said we was going to say, so we just going to say it. No. Yeah, yeah we might have wrote that down, but that's not what I felt like talking about. We, yeah. You know, it felt like we was going to talk about this and this is where the conversation led to. So yeah. I'm just out here trying to help everybody that we can. You know, while yeah. while working and growing on ourselves within ourselves. Did you see the tagline? I changed it. You did on the the description for he the podcast. He be changing stuff. I don't be. I, just, I, don't, I don't even be knowing. It's because about it. like I don't know. I I just <clears throat> my mind moves fast, so it's like. But it was good though. I felt like it sums up what we've done on these last two episodes. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna pull it up. It says when oh when oh, when standing the it. test of time yeah. times out self reflection becomes the best therapy. Yeah. I did see that actually. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like that's what this is. It's kind of like therapy in a way. Helping Not just you. for us, but for listeners. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's why the first episode got such good reviews because people were like, damn, like, you know, they could relate to what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this one, they, the coach are going to be like, okay, damn. Like, <laughs> it's yeah. going to be one of them damn episodes because it's something that we don't talk about as a black community. Like, they, everybody should go to therapy just because, you know, it's something that you should experience. We haven't. We grow up where it's like, all right, you still breathing, you still alive, you got food in your stomach, you'll be all right. Mm-hmm. But we don't acknowledge that. That's still, no matter how old you are, you still have grief. You still can go through depression, you know. So, yeah, I feel like this podcast is gonna help a lot of people. Yeah, I be sometimes thinking I need to go to um, go to therapy because I, but I I didn't grow up on on therapy. I have to give it up to my parents. They are dope, and my parents weren't perfect. You know, because no one's perfect and nobody's relationship is perfect. But they did a really good job of hiding adult shit from us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oftentimes I see in these new generation of parents that they'll let their kids in on what's going on in their personal lives with their significant others. I shouldn't need to know that ain't really information that kids should be processing at a kid age. You gotta let them be kids. They got you gotta let them be kids. So you they shouldn't know other than the fact that your parents might go through a divorce. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, hey, mom and dad, they we we aren't seeing, you know, eye to eye or however you put it to them. Um, but you're gonna stay here, they're gonna stay there, you're gonna do that. That okay, I get. But the the arguing and and being in the same household and, and cursing each other out and or even in separate households the mom or the dad talking shit about this the other parent yeah. like let that child be a child you don't have to down the other parent to lift yourself up yeah. you know what i mean and my parents did a really good job like i, I i'm not saying that my dad probably didn't do no stuff and yeah. my mom didn't do no stuff but they sure didn't let us see it yeah. like i didn't start hearing about stuff that was going on through their marriage until i was grown yeah like in my late 20s i'm like wait dad did what mom mama said what like what you did huh i ain't even yeah. y'all did a good job that's probably why I ain't got no kids now. Because <laughs> why, that's why I'm still over here like, I need to get a, because my parents were together forever and they still yeah. been together and they were in happy bliss and blah, blah, blah. So. And I feel like <clears throat> that's like a big, because you grew up in the South for the mid- South, in Houston, yeah. Texas. So I feel like in the South, and I, well, I have this conversation a lot. I feel like in the South, you're raised to love. Mm-hmm. But on the West Coast, you're you're raised to survive. 
Yeah. So it's like love. You'll find love eventually. But my goal is to get you out of here. Mm-hmm. So it's like for the first 18 years of your life, your parents goal is for you to make it to 18. Mm-hmm. And that's what it was for me. Like I got caught in, in sixth grade getting shot at like by grown men and getting chased and people trying to fight you just because of like where you live. But it's like I feel like a lot of like misunderstanding from the East Coast to West Coast is mm-hmm. because of that that right there. Like you're like, of course, you got gangsters on each side of the world. But it's like the gangsters in the South are more raised to, you know, for family. And that's why you have people in the South want to have a lot of kids and and they want to have a family. That's Mm -hmm. their purpose of having a kid. But on the West Coast, you talk to people and their reason for having kids is because, oh, I might not be here tomorrow. So let me have as many kids as I can. Right. Which is like the wrong pretense. That's why you got a whole bunch of baby mamas and you got a bunch of drama. And yeah, it's just... It sucks. <laughs> I was going to use a different word, but sucks is like, I mean, hey, that's, that's what, that's came, what out. came out. But it's like, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. It's, it's stupid. Like, I feel like, yes, you need to teach your kids to survive, but I feel like you should still. Like, my mom, she still, like, loved on me and my brother. So it's like, I kind of got it. When you meet me, like, you can tell, like, I don't trust people, like, off the bat. Like, I'm far less trusting than a lot of people just for the simple reason. Like, where I'm from, a lot of people have ulterior motives. Mm-hmm. So it's like, until I, I know you got my best interest, I'm still going to look at you. Like, if I got to pull this trigger, then I'm going to yeah. do it and I ain't going to bat an eye. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I feel like that's, like, a big thing, too, in the, the toxic culture. I feel like we should name this this episode Inevitably Toxic. We switch. <laughs> Because it's like, always gonna switch it up. Because we we kind of like drifted off and talked about like why the toxic culture is what it is and like yeah. why it is hard. It'll be hard to break it. So I feel like mm-hmm. that's a good toxic. inevitably. Yeah, dang, this was good. This was really this good. Was good. We we'll be talking about some stuff, Kev. Man, it got real in this episode. Oh yeah, towards the end of the day, it got really real. But I feel like it was necessary. It was necessary. It Very cleansing. Clear, because it, it's something that I. I have to think about as far as just like what are my toxic traits yeah. because clearly I'm not in a relationship so I've done something you yeah. know what I mean like what am I taking what, into this relationship that's stopping it from progressing right, to that's marriage? stopping and progressing it from going forward yeah. yeah so it definitely helped me open my eyes and even just like the last one like every time we have these conversations it, it opens my eyes to what I need to work on and what I need to do to get better especially if I'm trying or wanting because i don't say i'm trying but if i was want if i'm wanting to start pursuing relationships you know what i mean and seeing where they could go going forward because i want to know who i am as a whole in totality you know what i mean And, and i know that we're always growing and we're always working on ourselves especially if we're trying to work on ourselves and doing things for ourselves daily so it was definitely good yeah. For me, I, you know, I hope it, hopefully, it helps it somebody, somebody else as listening much as, as much as it helped me. Yeah. So, pretty exciting. Yeah. And then next week. Oh, we going somewhere else. We Mom, dad, yeah. Yeah, just I go might ahead wanna, and just uh, skip next week's episode because it's about to get real. Today was a little touchy, real. though. I know when they, when they listen to this one, they're going to be like, Ugh. that's why I'm like, I'm letting them know, yo, it's about to get real. Just make sure you you, you, you good. Yeah, just <laughs> just just trigger warning. Because we give people, what they, I mean, you know, it's hey, real life, and I'm, I, you know, 
is what yeah. it is. And I want to get I'm a, I'm myself. I want to get out of the habit of telling them what the next episode is going to be about because it's never like I can see now. It's like it's going to take it's, it's going to take its course. I mean, because like, last episode I was like, oh, we're going to talk about uh, the power struggles, but that's going it, it'll come eventually. But just this next episode is yeah. we're going to have guests yeah. the next episode. And it's going to get nasty. (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite kind of talk. Outside of real talk, I I enjoy. He's going to get nasty. I'm just going to be real. I'm going to be real. He's going to be nasty. I ain't about to be nasty. I'm not going to be filtered. I'm not going to say I'm going to be nasty. I'm just not going to filter myself. Okay. That's That's, what it is. He's going to be unfiltered. Yeah. But it's going to be good. It's going to be good. I'm excited. Yeah. All right, Kim. This is another successful, fun episode. Slated Truth. Season one, episode two. Season one, episode two. All right. Well, I am Avery. It has been a good, good talk. Make sure y'all can follow me on all social media platforms. Avery McCoy. That's A-V-A-R-Y-D-A-W-N-M-C-C-O-Y. And you can follow me on all platforms at underscore M-O-O-N-M-A-N-K-E-V. Take us out, Kim. All right, bet. (laughs) I'ma pull up on you, get the licking on your waistline. You loving the way that I make you feel I ain't come to play no games to keep it real I'm just trying to lick on that body and give you chills I do this for the thrill Said we both do not need our clothes Bend down, watch it, touch your toes You got me up in my bones Gonna throw it back on me, baby, right now Yeah, right now